everyone. Welcome back to the second episode of Youth Voices, a youth group podcast run by CDYS. Today I'm joined by Heather Dunley, Olivia Kowalska, Alice Sullivan, and I'm Eva McCormack. Our first top, our topic for today is going to be um, violence against women. Heather, what are your thoughts on this topic and how topical it is at the moment in the media? Um, I think like at the moment, like in the media, of course, like there's like loads and loads of stories and like I feel like loads of women are coming forward at the moment and like sharing your stories on social media um I feel like it is a really big topic like amongst women and like amongst us like ourselves um like not only in our town but you know in Ireland in general um and I suppose like my opinion on it like you know it's it's horrible you know it's horrible that we don't really feel safe in our own town in our own homes and stuff like that and I just think it's it's ridiculous we shouldn't have to do this yeah exactly Alice like what are your what are your basic thoughts before we get into anything in specific you know um like it seems wherever like a woman goes they have to be like cautious of you know what they do where they're going they can't go alone you know they have to text their friend when they're when they're supposed to be someone if they're not um and they have to just not trust any man it can be a woman as well but I'm just using a man as an example that they can't just assume that they're not going to do something they have to assume that they are to be safe yeah really good point like that brings about the idea of the not all men that movement that movement is I'm going to say as, as a word here that goes around like they did that every it's a very commonly heard phrase every man oh but it's not all men but like you know Olivia what what are your thoughts on that not all men movement I understand that it's not all men but would you agree that in some senses it's enough men that it matters towards women it definitely is enough men as in to a sense that like when girls go out it's not I'm not saying it's just because it's a guy but like it's not as scary for them to be like oh it's just a girl outside but then when it's a guy it's just like you know there's a lot more that could happen and I think it's good that it's getting more attention now because it's just like it's increasing people's like what they think about it and like it's just more people are coming out and saying about their experiences and everything yeah but is it getting more attention because more women are coming out and reporting it yeah that's a big issue like oh it's a really good thing that's getting more attention but why it's taken so long for women to be able to speak out about their uh, their traumas. traumas yeah that's a good way to put it I mean if you think about it a lot of the cases being reported now are from five ten years ago because only now thanks to our generation may add it's, it's a big part of the generational shift that is leading to like people being more open and accepting of the fact that there is violence towards women it happens a lot even at that it's blamed at the woman like oh. it's blamed with what they wear what they do oh, it's who the they're worst. with when like but that's like with every topic like once someone starts other people just feel more comfortable going out and like talk about their experience and yeah yeah it is horrible that it is down to the woman now at this stage like you know I don't know the exact statistics but in many cases it is a sense it is a sense that it's like oh well what was she wearing or what did she do to provoke this or oh she wanted it like you know it's absolutely ridiculous that that it's gotten to a stage where they even question the person's coming out I understand that there are don't get me wrong there are definitely cases where women have faked this. Like, I'm, I am aware of that statistics, but that does not even out with those who are actually coming out and speaking the truth about what happened sure. to them. Sure, if we're going back to, you know, um, the victims, like what they're wearing and stuff like that, like, 
we all know like in you know at school we weren't allowed to wear leggings for most of our PE because we were afraid that either boys were going to look at us or you know the teachers looking at us that shouldn't be a case like we should be able to wear what we want and stuff like that and not have that stigma around oh you can't wear a pair of leggings going into town because oh my god like it's showing everything like no it's not you shouldn't have that stigma it's not if a victim of assault or whatever should not have to it shouldn't have to go down to what they're wearing we can wear what we want we can talk how we want whatever we're the same we're equal but it shouldn't have to come down to what she's wearing what she looks like whatever exactly when it's brought up it's always this woman might say something and then they might say oh but what were you wearing yeah going back to the leggings topic like it doesn't matter if you're in mixed school you have the same rights and it's so unfair that like girls can't wear leggings just because boys can look but like boys can wear wherever they want and like they can feel comfortable wearing whatever they want but girls can't do that because their gender yeah like not even as much so over here but like there's a thing in america where a lot of guys in the summer can wear no tops outside doing sport or even around school sometimes like i've seen a lot of videos and like a lot of uh like comments and stuff like that where like guys are able to go around shirtless during sport time but a girl can't wear something off her shoulders you know like and it's all because and it, it, it this is a big issue as well that we need to discuss it's all because it stays at a young age the encouragement that women have to protect themselves, that not that men have to learn how to act correctly around, towards women, you know? Like as a kid in the playground, you're told if a guy pulls at your hair, he likes you. But that's not liking, that's learning that technically a form of, of abuse of some sort is affection, you know? Or kind of showing at a young age that if you do this to a girl, then that shows that you like them. And it's also showing them that it's okay to do it and like continue doing it because... It's yeah. not their fault. Yeah, like I saw this video once and it was this teacher and she said, she said to her class, she was like, okay, girls uh, and guys, if a guy pulls your hair when he is, when you're in kindergarten, what does it mean? They were like, oh, it means he likes you. And they were like, okay, what if like you're in first grade which or like first year? Does that like, and they, they stole your pencil case and kept taunting you. What does that mean? They're like, oh, he means that he likes you. And then she said, what about when they're 18 and they're in a club and he grabs at her? What does it mean? And they're like, oh, that's abuse and assault. And it was like, but why does it change at 18? You know? It why are men learnt, it should be learnt like younger yeah why are men taught until they're 18 that it is that they like you and suddenly it's 18 it's actually not assault and abuse they're going to act out if that's what they've been taught their entire life is how they're allowed to show affection like you know the way the expression boys be boys exists the idea that they can do what they please it's like Which... the minute they turn 18 sorry it's like the minute they turn <laughs> 18 it's like they're liable for something and that's when they get caught yeah yeah and um uh, a guy named Colum Meany said um, male violence on females start in the playground and that's where it should be stopped. Guys don't just suddenly learn this when they go to college or work. It's there from the beginning, which kind of proves Eva's point and Olivia's point. Yeah, exactly. It's that it's it spawns from a young age and that's like the big issue because as a young person, as a young female, I am taught that I have to protect myself. But I have plenty of male friends and I have two brothers and they aren't being taught the exact same way. They aren't being taught that they shouldn't attack women. Now, I'm not saying that like, it's common sense, obviously, but whereas I'm taught that I should f- fear men and I have to walk home before it's, before it gets too dark. I have to have keys to my fingers walking home. I have to yell fire if anyone tries to attack me so I'll get their attention. I'm not just from a young age. I don't see any of my male friends being taught the exact same way, but in a sense of like, don't attack women, you know? Like, why is it the victims are being taught what not to do, not the assaulters? 
or even when it was said online that it's 97% of women, I would say it's almost 100%. Like all of my friends, I don't think there's one of them that haven't had some sort of harassment in, you know, when they go out or even in school or something. Yeah, like it is, I I definitely agree with that. Like the 97%, and people people often diss this figure. They say it's not liable because it's, it was taken from a small sample size. But honestly, if you could find a single girl over the age of 12, 13, who hasn't been somehow catcalled. Uh, yeah, like within our own school, you know, I go to an all girls school and there's different jumper colors for different years. The minute you hit the older year color jumpers, the jumpers of the older years, you have Guys from the last school catcalling us, yelling at the car windows at us, banging on windows, barking at us. I've had guys bark at me in my school uniform, you know, wearing a big baggy jumper, literally sweating my hair after a full day of school and they're barking at me, you know? I think the 97%, while maybe the way the figure was actually obtained isn't exactly the most uh, reliable, it definitely still holds true. It's very believable. Yeah. Even like on TikTok, like when that when that conversation came up, it was actually amazing to see the reaction. Women were like, oh, that must be true. It was always men who were saying, oh, that's not possible. No way. That could never be true. But it is. I mean, we live in a third world country where, or not, we don't live in, we don't live in a third world country. We live in like a, in a modern society and it's still happening. Like it, and it's bad enough for us here. Imagine how it is in countries where women still are considered second class citizens, you know? It's just ridiculous that the fact that, you know, going back to your point of view, is just that, you know, from a young age, we're taught, oh, you know, don't go with this guy, don't do this, don't do that, don't wear that, don't have your hair down, you know, like, or don't have your hair in a ponytail because it's easy to grab, like, you know, and if someone grabs you, scream, kick, like, do whatever, just basically almost fight for your life. And it's not as if we're just accusing men, like, there has been surveys and stuff like that, like... In 2018 and 2019, the CSO said that it's 98 um, slash 99% of um, sex offenses were carried out by a male. So we're not going around accusing people, you know, it might, and I, I feel like that's felt like a lot. I feel like a lot of men in particular think because they would never do that, that no other man could do that and that women must be somehow making this figure a stigma. But if we look back in history, women have worked as second class citizens for a long, long time. There is still plenty of households across this country and many others that believe that women's place is a kitchen. You know, this old fashioned uh, thought process hasn't progressed for many people. So while maybe for those men who have evolved and have developed an are in a place to be like, okay, women are just as equal as I am and I would never touch them. There is, for every one of them, there could be 10 other guys that still think that mm, maybe she should make it for me and I should go to work and she should sit home with the kids. You know, it, we can't exactly tell every single person's individual mind, pro- like thought process, you know. So while it, it must be hard for some men to sit back and watch this this slander, shall we say, but it's not unprovoked. We do have our stats. We do have our figures. We do have proof that they have done some sort of wrongdoing towards us. Even it is men as well. Like we're kind of, we're aware of that, but like I've had a lot of my friends being like, "Oh, you can't do this. You're a female." Like, "Oh, you belong in the kitchen and the kind of stuff." But like, it does go back to a young age to where it's the adult's job. Like, in fairness, it is the adult's job to teach us and to teach the young boys that like. If you're pulling a girl's hair, that's not because you like her. That's just not okay. They have to point out that it's not good to do that. And it's not good to like 
step from the young age and then once you're 18 it's like assault yeah you can't just flip a switch one day and expect them to understand what's happening that would be like if you told us to watch ourselves and be very protective the entire time and then suddenly told us at 18 actually means nothing to you like we can't just turn off this sense you have in our head that we have to watch out every single person i mean i don't know how many times i've texted a guy friend asking if they walk me home even if it's bright outside because i'm too scared to go alone especially like in the current times like you know there's been plenty of reported cases recently that have made big headlines you know and they make you weary they make you think if it can happen to someone in broad daylight it can happen to me you know what i mean and the thing is is that you know like we all see like these self-defense keychains like out at the moment and i'm sure that the people who are running you know their small businesses they're making a lot of money off this you know and you have that as well like it shouldn't be a thing where someone makes money off a woman being you scared. You shouldn't have to pay for your own safety. You, yeah, exactly. You know, um, you know, and as well, if you carry those self-defense keychains, you're then, you know, if someone attacks you and you, you know, you fight back, that's not considered self-defense in most cases. That's yeah. considered assault. It goes back on you. It does. It does go back on the person, you know, and that just goes to show that it's, you know, it's ridiculous. And like, there is another thing that, you know, we looked up that, you know, a lot of Garda cancelled domestic violence calls over the COVID-19 period. You know, like, where were those women, you know, who needed help and stuff like that? You know, like, where was their help? Where was their voice? It was just shut down and nobody really cared. Yeah, because they're like abuser, let's say, could have been a, a boyfriend or a husband who they're stuck in a house with for quarantine. And they yeah. have to be stuck there. And like those quarantine months, like they were, they were, they weren't weeks, they weren't days, they were months, months without end, like months with probably, you know, abuse being thrown at them, you know, and God knows what. Yeah, I mean, those months were long enough for those who lived in healthy and happy households, let alone for someone who was trapped inside a house with their worst nightmare. You know, and a lot of these cases, I mean, it's a figure that most people know their offender or the persecutor i think it's like 96 percent of people 97 people know their 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 abuser like beforehand it's not just like a random on the street blitz attack imagine like the person that you once loved now becoming your worst nightmare and you're stuck inside a house with them for months the the work the best you can do is go for a walk and let's just say that the, that the abuse is more than just verbal you can't go for a walk with bruises littering your face it wasn't you know? those helplines that were like Heather you were telling me about that oh yeah the helplines and how they were like they weren't really like it was it there was too many people yeah bringing up so they had to like stop them or something like that yeah no I wasn't really stopping it was just that there were so many people using the helplines that there wasn't there's not enough resources there you know there needs to be more money being put into resources now I could go on about other projects that need more resources and stuff like that and I'll be here for the whole day and I'll go off topic but you know, it's it's not like again going back to my own point about you know, um, like someone shouldn't be prof- prof- uh, profiting off this. You know, it's not a thing where oh my god, a woman is scared. Let's make something, and oh my god, we'll get a rake of money out of this. Like that's not that should not be happening. You know, and you know we see like recently like all these you know yeah it's great all these workshops you know for women and being like here's a self-defense class or here's what to do you know if a man you know takes you but like you know 
what if a man looks online and sees that and then you're like okay well you know a person with maybe a sick mentality being like okay I'm going to go out and do this to this girl and then he sees that and he's like okay maybe I'm going to change my whole plan like how how are we meant to you know know that that's not going to happen to us and that we're safe and that you know like I'd be a bit older than he like obviously and you know my own dad he he's terrified that something will happen to me if I go and walk in the street and you know I live in Tralee and there's not one time that I will walk home without someone like it's either my partner that will walk me home or my partner's friends because I'm so scared to walk home late at night even in um pubs this thing called the angel shot like there's no I don't think any like in our town I don't think any of the actual bartenders are um like they don't know about this shot it's you know an angel shot is um you say it and it, it kind of means like one of them means uh you know get me away from this situation I think yeah there's an angel shot and that means that I need help there's an angel shot on the rocks which I believe means like can you call me an Uber or a taxi and help me? And then there's an, uh, an angel shot neat, which means like literally get the bounces over here. Like I need someone to physically get me over this person. And it's and like, like the, you said, no one is trained on it. Yeah, our, our pubs aren't trained on it, but not even that, but it's so well known at this stage. I'm not, I'm not being rude, but I see it a lot online. At this stage, a good portion of men most definitely comprehend what it is. And then to say you are on a date with someone who is or not even a date, let's say you are out with someone who's harassing you and you ask for angel shot and they know what that is. That's going to end up worse for you in the long run. The minute they hear you ask for that, you're screwed, you know? I will say one thing about the angel shot. Like, I do know that they use that, you know, mainly in America. Now, I there was um, a bar pub that I went to. There was one in Tralee and one here. Um, and they did have a thing that you'd say, ask for Angela. And most people don't actually know about that. So basically, if you do go, if you do find yourself in a situation like that, go up to a bartender or, you know, someone who is a member of staff and ask for Angela. Um, there There is posters in the girls' bathrooms of pubs that do per- participate in that. Or most, you know, women bartenders will know about it. And I'm sure they'll be able to take you out of that situation really quickly. So if you are in that situation, please just remember to ask for ask for Angela. Yeah, I've, def- I've heard of that one as well before a few times. Ask for Angela and Angel Shots. Similar ideas and purposes. But like as helpful and as useful as these things are. And honestly, they are useful because even in a, perf- even in a perfect world where there is a lot less stats on violence against women, there are going to be some creepy people out there. But the fact that they have to exist and they're so well known that, you know, a group of teenagers can happily discuss them with full aware of what they are, that's not right. Like, it's not right that you should tell women, the victims in this situation, that, oh, are you scared of being assaulted? Haha, <laughs> how about you pay for help? We won't tell guys to change their, their attitudes. We'll just ask you to use your own money, time and resources to figure it out yourself you know and it's you shouldn't ridiculous. have to rely on self-defense classes or another man to get you out of a situation or the angela thing and like you shouldn't have to rely on things like that or you know speaking of another man it's it's an, it's a known fact that most men will back off if you say i have a boyfriend or if you have a friend act like a boyfriend yeah. uh well in some cases in an ideal case that would be the case you know from some experiences that i've seen that will egg them on more They'll be like, 
okay, I'm going to get a reaction out with the boyfriend. I'm going to get a reaction out with the friends. And especially if there's alcohol involved, they want that reaction. They want to see what yeah. leads to and what happens. So it's, you know, you can't win either. If you're out alone and you're single or you're with friends even and you have a guy hitting you, it's pretty creepy. If you say you have a boyfriend or you have a friend, ask a boyfriend, it either works, but you have to fake a relationship to get out of it or it leads to more trouble. Like there is no win-win in the situation for anyone. It's going to consistently be a lose-lose. In my experience, they like for me, they would usually back off if you say someone, yeah, like one of your guy friends is your boyfriend, mm-hmm. then they kind of like yeah, find like, their next victim. Like I've seen experiences where guy friends would just like come over, put their hand around the friend and just literally act like the boyfriend. And that would, most guys would buck off from that. But then once the second the guy goes away again and you're literally alone for a second, they'll come back again and start talking to you and be like, oh, was that your boyfriend? Like, oh, and all that. They come back with that he never has to know, you know? And it's like, well, he let's say say it actually is a case where it's a boyfriend. Whether he has to know or not, I don't want you around me. And and you can't say that. You can't, like... And people, people, a lot of a lot of guys in particular, a lot of my lad friends have been like, oh, just tell me you don't like that. And I'm like, I have. Not how it works. You have to put it, you, first of all, you have to put it in a very nice way. Nothing can happen. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm not interested like that. You can't just say, go away. I do not like you like that. You have to be very careful about how you say it, about how you approach it. You have to be cautious about oh, your wording, like everything, you know? Because while well, self-defense classes may not be the best solution, yeah, because once you're in a situation like that, I think you might panic a little. Exactly. I think all of those like self-defense like methods that you have, you'd kind of just lose them. Yeah. And not even that, but like obviously it's handy enough, but like the minute that it's also down to like us having to watch our words. The minute I say something too, too not say radical, it, it, in any other context, it would be the right thing to say. But the minute I say it to a guy, and particularly let's say if you are out drinking, you have to prepare to be hit of some sort, you know, and that's that should not be the right way to go about it at all shouldn't have to be a worry for every time a woman goes out to a pub let's say they have to worry every single time that they're going to get hit on or harassed or they have to find some sort of backup guy to potentially call their fake boyfriend mm-hmm. i definitely agree like we've been doing pe um we've been doing defense classes in pe and it was a guy teaching us and it was basically just like grabbing another person's hand and throwing them over your shoulders but when you're in a situation when you're uncomfortable and there is a guy and he's trying to get to you or like he's trying to like you know push himself on you like you're not gonna throw another like person twice the size of you over your shoulders and like you're not gonna just be standing there and like not freaking out just like perfectly knowing what to do like in those situations you will panic and not know what to do and like as they are helpful they're not enough if in a sense yeah like I also did those classes in PE uh, a few years back and it was MP, it was fun, it was great. Oh, we're doing self defense. I got to throw my friend over my shoulder. I can't remember a thing of it now. And me and my friends genuinely kept it up among ourselves for a little while afterwards because we were terrified. I couldn't show you a single thing I did back then. It was a fun thing to do for two weeks, three weeks in PE. But it doesn't last unless you've got a consecutive class after class and it's constant and you're spending, who knows, 50, it could be 50 quid for one class, you know? Unless you're consistently spending your a part of your income to get these classes, it's not going to work out. Like I've had plenty of girls' nights where we've had to have one of the girls' boyfriends just be there, just just in case. You know, he'll, he'll back off, he'll stay away, but he's nearby because we don't know what's going to happen. Or even a complete stranger. Yeah. Like you might, you know, you might know of them, and they might be your boyfriend's friend or something like that, and kind of give them like, you might mouth 
help or something like that they might come over then and you know bring you somewhere else yeah or like a text to a friend like is anyone that you know at x place right now i I need someone to be here or even like i don't know if you've done this before girls but like on the walk home you facetime someone you call someone yeah or even in a taxi exactly in a taxi yeah Mm -hmm. or even uh, do you remember those those audios on tiktok from oh my god yeah a few months back and it was like uh use this audio if you're getting into a taxi with someone who's a bit dodgy so they know that you someone's waiting for you at home yeah and you're like oh hey i'm here with um and the audio's like oh hey yeah you're gonna be here soon me jason and steven are waiting for you like these random guy names and they make it sound like there's definitely at least four other guys waiting for you right now like and i i, I saw a lot of t- comments on those tiktoks of guys being really confused about what this was and it was like this is how we get home safe this is how we can home after a night out or after work you know but like the world we live in now is like we have to pay to be safe in it like we have to pay for defense glasses we have to pay for keychains and it shouldn't be like that we should not have to like we should not have to spend our own money just to be safe in the world we live in and like on everyday basis exactly and to bring it back to something you mentioned the start the not all the not all men thing you know like yeah not all men but all women you know it's we understand that not every single man wants to attack us, but if I'm walking home, I can't take that chance. If I'm walking home alone in the dark, I cannot assume that the guy walking 10 feet behind me is totally fine, won't touch me. Especially when I've heard of a million cases of the guy behind being the person to attack someone, you know? Like, it's it's hard to, it's hard to be like, oh, all men, but... It's not that we're trying to attack or assume all men. We're just stating that it's enough men that we don't feel safe. Yeah. And another thing, Eva, just going back to your point about, you know, wanting to, um, you know, say something like, you know, if you're trying to almost turn a guy down, like, I'm pretty sure if I ask all of you girls, Snapchat is one of the worst places for that to happen. Yeah. Because they'll add you randomly and be like, hi, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm interested in you, whatever. They don't even know you. They don't even know what you look. (laughs) Sorry? They don't even know what you look like. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you're just like, I'm not interested. I have a boyfriend. Or, you know, just trying to, like, wind them down in such a way that you don't want to be coming across in whatever way. But you want to kind of just be like you know leave me alone like i and don't on want Snapchat this a lot there is so many unsolicited pictures oh we won't even get into no that one wants. <laughs> yeah. yeah or even like you know a thing that a friend has brought up before that he you know they were like oh just send photos of me instead and it's like but i shouldn't have to do that i i shouldn't have to use someone else's to get them to block me or to stop talking to me that shouldn't be the case in the first place yeah it, sh- it shouldn't be the case it should be i say i don't want this i don't like you like that please stop and they stop outright I mean, if it was if it was all the way around, I'm just saying, if if it was a guy saying no and a girl didn't stop immediately, it would be the most horrific thing in the world. Oh my God, how could she? But all the way around, it's like, oh, he was just being a boy. Oh, he's fine. Oh, the poor thing. Boys will be boys. Yeah, or, oh, this will ruin his career. It already ruined her life. Oh, this, this, he's so, he's so young. So is she. She had her youth taken from her by this. And she has to live with that for the rest of her life. Exactly. Like, it, Sorry, no, like, you're fine. she just... has to move on with this, you yeah. know, um, like it's a thing that, you know, if it does happen to a girl, 
she will have to then warn her children down the line about this. And then it's so sad that she might have to be like, this is from personal experience. You know, and just going back to the whole Snapchat thing again, you know, if you don't, you know, say that you're interested or whatever, you get the pictures, you get, oh my God, you're such a whatever, you know, if you're going down, like you're called every name underneath the sun. And then, you know, then you might get the message in like two weeks time. What are you up to? I'm bored. Exactly. You become, I'm bored. Like, you you become know, like a fish on a string where they pull you in when they want you and they let go when they're not when they're done. You know, it's yeah. you very much are at their beck and call. And it's not an intentional thing. Like it's almost as if you're like they almost emotionally manipulate you into this. And it's not like I said, it's not every man. It's not like I've met some of my best friends through randomly adding people on Snapchat, and they're the most sweetest down to earth people you'll ever meet. But there are definitely guys out there who will they'll trick you into thinking that you need them. And then they'll keep you on this little string of like, you know, like you said, every two, three weeks. Hey, what you up to? Oh, it's been so long. I miss you so much. We should talk more again. And you're back in again to that toxic cycle. And it's just that message. I'm bored. Or I miss you. But it's like, don't miss me. You miss the conversations that we had because you wanted them. Or you miss the thought of me maybe sending you a picture. Exactly. It's just, it's ridiculous. Like it's like social media has become this world. Now, social media has a lot of good points. Do not get around. There are plenty of like amazing stories. Like, I don't know, like when the Black Lives Matter movement happened last year or 2020 even, God, it's 2022. When it happened in 2020, like the amount of posts and awareness that was being raised on social media, it's amazing. Do not get me wrong. Yeah, but it's like a fad. Like it is popular for a month and then it kind of dies down. Exactly. Like in Ireland, you know, the past month or two, it has been a big fad of like, oh my God, women are being attacked. Oh my God. Like, oh, it's so horrible. We have to end this, this, as I think it's been called um, a genocide against women or a homicide against women. I've, I've heard that phrase going around social media a few times. Um, I've heard it a few times on social media, but I'm on that side of I'm on that side of TikTok, so <laughs> we'll leave it be. But you know, and it suddenly it's died down. I don't see it's posting anymore. I don't see guys in particular posting about it because just a few months ago they were posting all the time, being like, "Oh, it's so bad. Women are being attacked. She's going for a run." And but now it's like it shouldn't gone have, again. Yeah, it shouldn't have taken those attacks for a woman to speak up. Yeah, or a woman to be listened to. Sorry. And when they do speak up, like. If they have, if they go to court or something like that, like such a low percentage actually have success. Yeah. Boys, girls actually do start to speak up. Guys start being like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened to you. I can't believe that happened to you. But like when their friends catcall girls or like ask for pictures, they're like, oh, that's totally fine. Like, I'm okay with it. Like, oh, you're doing good, bro. Like, keep going, bro. Like, it just doesn't make sense. But then when the girls actually start speaking about it, they're like, oh my God, I feel so sorry for you. Like, it's not all men. Yeah, it's like a lot of men, a lot of men out there, they are decent, genuine men, but they won't sound to their friends. They won't say that's not right. They'll kind of brush it off as, oh, but like this other guy does it too. And he's a pretty nice guy. And it's like, it doesn't matter if he's a nice guy or not. He is technically harassing women. And no matter what, that does not, that does not look good in my books, you know? Um, And that's why I think it's, we need to start figuring things out to a better sense when it comes to women and the violence against it because you know not all men yeah but we need to figure out a way to have a nice bit of balance and equity between the two especially in regards to violence that is aimed towards women and teach men not women yeah that's kind of moral of the story today is that teach both you know teach both to be good genuine people and to not want to do stuff like this from a young age 
Yep. So we're going to wrap up the podcast there for today. I'd like to thank uh, Heather, Olivia and Alice for joining me. I've been Eva and check back next week for our next episode of the Youth Voices podcast. Thank you. Thank you.